Hey guys, thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to The Legendarium on iTunes. Uh, check us out at thelegendarium.podbean.com and also write us at thelegendariumpodcast at gmail.com. Welcome to The Legendarium. This week on The Legendarium, we're previewing FantasyCon, coming to Salt Lake City, 4th of July weekend, with special guests from FantasyCon, Larry D. Curtis and Ashley Turner. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, Ryan. How's it going? Hi. Hi. Hey, Hey, so uh, I was sneezing a lot this morning, um, and I am now on Allegra D. Congratulations. So I'm super loopy, and words taste like peaches. Uh, And so who knows how this is going to turn out. I never saw that labeled on the side of the bottle. (laughs) Words taste like peaches. (laughs) Um, So... This week uh, is, again, going to be a little bit different. Uh, a week or two ago, we did Star Wars Day, the Star Wars special. Star Wars special, yeah. Now we're, doing, we're again venturing out from our Lord of the Rings territory. I feel like at this rate, we'll never get it done. But uh, one day, the king will return. <laughs> uh, so this week, we're actually doing a Fantasy Con preview, and I am super excited. Uh, you and I are from the Salt Lake area, and Fantasy Con is arriving uh, imminently. Uh, July, right? July 3rd, 4th, and 5th. And uh, so to help us preview it, we actually have a couple guests here with us. Uh, Larry D. Curtis is the program director for FantasyCon. He's apparently some sort of FantasyCon guru. I'll have him explain it. Uh, And then Ashley Turner as well, project manager. Uh, Also some sort of FantasyCon. And celebrity genius. She's also a rock star. Rock star. Are you a rock star? I'm a rock star. Do you you sing in a band? Um, No, but I'd like to start one. You should. Maynard Covered Songs. Maynard (laughs) Covered. You can call it the Waveforms. (laughs) The Waveforms. Um, Actually, we already have a name for it. Oh. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Well, welcome, you guys. We're Thank super, you. super excited to have you. Thank you for having us. So, um, now, I, the way I want to start out is super simple. You're on an elevator. You're stuck with somebody for 30 seconds, going from, you know, the 30th floor back down to the ground floor. And uh, you mentioned FantasyCon, and somebody says, what is FantasyCon? You've got 30 seconds. What is FantasyCon, Ashley? Land of Imagination. Ooh. That didn't even take 30 seconds. That is like a, let's see, that's a postcard version right there. <laughs> Fantasy con. Land of imagination. Sorry, that's how I view it. No, the escape. Cool. How about I add a few? Yes. Escape to the land of imagination. Whoa. Whoa. It carries let, an impact, let that settle doesn't it? for a second. Let, yeah, dramatic impact there. Do you, have, do you have an elevator speech, Larry? Well, uh, see, Ashley's, uh, she's a filmmaker, and so that was the perfect <laughs> elevator pitch. So that's, that's, you just delivered that to the producer when you got in the elevator with, you know, Whoever, George Lucas or whatever. You, <laughs> George, this is it. And then that's good. Um, I will say that Fantasy Con is the celebration of all the things that we love. All the books, the films, the art, and uh, the costuming. All the things that we love in one place in an interactive environment. Nice. Okay, so interactive is, from what I understand of Fantasy Con, going to be a big part of it. And this is what's going to set it apart. Am yes. I right? Yes. So expand on that a little bit. It's a, And you feel welcome to compare it to any other weird cons out there that we... I, you know. I'm really not aware of any other cons that are out there. I only live and breathe <laughs> fantasy con day and night in <laughs> my <laughs> dreams and when I'm awake. 
Um, because it's the escape to the land of imagination. There you go. So, anytime you imagine, think of fantasy. Whoa. There goes Whoa. Half my, half, I spent half my work day in fantasy con, apparently. <laughs> Welcome. It, it truly is interactive in a lot of ways. And that is, it is one of the things that sets the convention apart from any other. Um, but we are about the business of raising the bar of what people should expect at a pop culture event uh, at a convention. That's what we're doing. So what have people come to expect so far? And, and what are you doing to change that? Well, if you go to a standard convention... Um, you can go to panels, which are fantastic. That's my personal favorite part of any convention, and and I've been to many. And um, some of I'm a p- veteran of conventions, and I love them. So panels is a big part, and and I'm not a big celebrity guy, um, but that's definitely a part of conventions as well. So that that's why he was so underwhelmed when he walked through the door here. He- yes, sorry, fellas. <laughs> I, I will get your autographs on the way out. However, if you could sign my. Chest. Never mind. Yeah, my chest. Thank you. And then I'll go get it tattooed. $25 per. So. No worries. <laughs> and then, of course, the dealer's floor, which at a place like the San Diego Comic-Con um, is amazing because you can buy things there you can't buy other places. Um, but locally, that you know, we want it to be so much more than that. We want it to be an experience. So the dealer's floor is not about just transactions. It's about experiences. So that's one of the big differentiators for us right on um and yeah let's see i think but also there's more to it than that as far as an experience goes because when you go to conventions you walk in and it's just you're met with a visual contrast you see people in these amazing costumes like their imagination is just fantastic in the costumes that they've put together and their creativity but then you have these like blank walls and these glaring overhead lights and you're it's almost like you're still not completely immersed into this creativity and so i part of what draws me and what i'm excited about with fantasy con is that we're actually transforming the, the space we're bringing in sculptures and art and we're going to take the walls and change you know colors and visuals so that you really do feel like you are taking a trip into a different land into your land of imagination and it's it's to me that's a place where your costumes feel like they almost fit in they they are welcome and it fits in you're in this world of where anything imagination wise goes you know you can be that elf you can be that you know superhero you can be whatever it is you have in your head that you want to be and it's it's not like okay but i have these bright lights and, these and you, walls. you have a place to go to instead of just existing as that character exactly in a vacuum exactly like yeah, i could have i could have done this to. outside is yeah. yeah this environment that you're going to feel like you actually did just step in and become this character and you can go traipse through these lands with that and see art and sculptures and just be a part of it that's exactly accurate and so we are creating inside the salt palace it's not it's no longer the salt palace we're rechanging all the things ashley just said including the very lighting that's Mm -hmm. in there Mm -hmm. that's a big part of what we're doing so outside salt palace torches nothing but torches (laughs) inside oh yeah inside a whole new world we've created an environment that's absolutely accurate that's that sounds really impressive now Let's say, for example, um, my normal elf costume that I would wear is which your, is like your Tuesday dress, men, right? <laughs> men yeah. in tights, exactly. Men in tights. You know, let's say it's it's at the cleaners right now or whatever, and I'm going there. 
you know, what sort of experience can I expect there? I mean, obviously cosplay is is part of part of this and something you can really enjoy doing. If I'm just walking around in there, am I going to feel out of place at all or anything or you know, just in my jeans and t-shirt? Not at all because because we're transforming the environment, you're not going to be thinking at least from what I gather as far as what I would experience, you're not going to go in thinking Oh, okay, where am I? What am I doing? Hopefully, the second you walk through our entrance into this land, you're going to forget what you're wearing because you're going to be oh, so. Am I naked again? <laughs> <laughs> you're going to be so taken with the art, and you're going to be so taken with all of the, the this new world around you that you're going to be immersed. That it's not going to be you know conscious of oh I've got my jeans on I don't fit. It's you're going to be taken. By everything else in your surroundings. So, oh my gosh, look at these elves. Look at these sculptures. Can look I just at this throw art. out there that Luke Skywalker in episode four was wearing <laughs> white Levi's? It's, so, if you're wearing jeans, that's totally cool. I guess well, that is and, cosplay. And there is going to be live performances. So, you're going to be dis- not distracted, but you're going to be engaged in everything around you that I honestly don't think, even for the person dressed in casual where Mm -hmm. they're going to be self-conscious of i don't fit in because really everything is going to be so dynamic that anybody fits in whether it be the casual wearer that's curious what's going on or the full-blown middle earth elf wearing you know person that's in there enthusiast it's going to be everybody is so different it's going to be a land of everybody fits it yeah i you know i like this idea of uh, you're talking about this whole environment i got a little bit of a sense of that when i was poking around the website and you know looking at the facebook page and everything and learning more about what's going to be happening here but hearing you talk about it, it makes me super excited <laughs> because i gotta be, i gotta say i'm not a, a convention veteran which p.s now that i say it out loud sounds like a uh, Schoolhouse Rock song, Adventure, Adventure, but I'm not, you know, I, I, it's not something that I've historically been a part of, and I think a part of that was, you know, I, I, I don't want to walk around this, like the Salt Palace Convention Center is not exciting, and, and it takes so long for me to hunt down whatever booth I want to go see, and, you know, like you say, there's harsh lighting, and it's... Whatever, but if you're changing the space and making it more inviting as a as an entire environment versus just a place where you can you know uh, bring your lightsaber, uh, which sounds again vaguely dirty. What's wrong with this? <laughs> I, um, that was you. all you. It's all you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so yeah, I, I really like what you're talking about, and, uh, and doggone it, you're making me more excited. I'm See, excited. I, I get excited. I know, and which which is cool, I think, because you guys live and breathe this stuff every day. And uh, but you still seem super enthusiastic about it, which gives me high hopes. Yeah, I I mean, I fully believe in our vision and our mission. And um, I had a lucky point in my life. I had several job opportunities available, and I loved that I could be a part of FantasyCon. And um, it is all consuming. I literally dream about FantasyCon. Um, <laughs> it's just something that we're so fully engaged in to create. And it is exciting. It's exciting to wake up and have tasks in front of you to create this experience for people. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely correct. It's a lot better than me. I work in a bank, so I dream about like selling credit cards and stuff. It's just, mm. it's not nearly the experience I'd want. <laughs> well, and it's like you said, you know, we're creating an experience for people. We are creating a world for them to go and explore their imaginations. And so that to me is super exciting because, you know, you, you go to work thinking, what else are we going to come up with today? 
what else are we going to come up with to just create that experience just a little more? What can we do to foster that environment for them to just explore their imaginations? And I'm honestly, I'm most excited as far as the demographics go of who's going to be there. I'm most excited to see the kids' reactions, the little kids that walk in that door and just, you know, their eyes get wide with everything that we have come up with as a team and put together and worked for. I'm so excited to see kids' reactions. Yeah. How long have you been working on this? It's Because it, uh, you've, you've both been living and breathing this for a while now. When did uh, When did the... When did your fantasy con genesis come come to be? For me, it was the beginning of this year, okay. um, maybe maybe a little late in January. And um, it's funny, I I knew of fantasy con. Some friends had done a few things for them, and I thought to myself, "Man, they really could use me and my skills." Which sounds really arrogant, but I, and I thought, because well, so I have a huge background in. Dragon Con in Atlanta and mm. San Diego Comic Con in San Diego, shockingly, and um, and with I also volunteer for a website called TheWondering.net. So holla, so so through those experiences, I've been to many conventions and even put on some conventions and and done a lot of things. And I thought, you know, I really that would be a great marriage, me and this Fantasy Con thing, and we could build this in Salt Lake. But I didn't expect Fantasy Con to to understand that, like you know. So I went in the office and sat down, and it was instant um, compatibility. It was just happened immediately. So within just a few minutes, it was like, yep, perfect. They got it. I got it. We got it. So um, the bigger answer is that the convention's been in the making for five years. It's sort of been a dream, and I'm not going to talk about it too much because it's not my vision and dream. But when it was presented to me, it was like, yes, seize the day. Jump in full on. This is can't believe this is sitting in front of me let's do this thing together and we are what about you ashley i actually started off as a volunteer enthusiast i was i joined and the as a volunteer i was like i love this idea i love this concept and then a position opened and i joined and that was back what in april and so i've been on part of that since but yeah it is amazing how how few people are creating this big experience for thousands, you know, tens of thousands, and there's just a small handful of us making it all happen. So that's actually remarkable. It sort of makes me giggle. And then our, <laughs> we wear lots of hats. Yes, we do. And the, and she just mentioned volunteers. Wizard hats, Harry Potter's hat, Doc Brown's sorting hat. hat. The sorting hat is one, except that there's no final answer. Like you, you would, if it was in a Harry Potter world, you'd change your house every day. Cause you'd, You're you'd in Griffalin. Yeah, until three o'clock. No, you change your house four times a day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, so, Volunteers. I just wanted to hit on that. Actually, yeah, you must have a ton. We have a ton, and we're always recruiting more. So anyone in the sound of our voices should go to our website and mm. want to volunteer. Yeah. It's a great way to get involved. And, of course, we only expect 80 hours a week in blood. <laughs> no, we, we take all the help we can get from all the places we can get it. And we are genuinely passionate. So we genuinely seek out people who are equally passionate to get them involved. It's what awesome. sort of things would they be involved in? It's there's so many different things that they could do. I mean, there's choices they could be, um, they could cosplay. They could volunteer as far as from a you know 
what are things that you Well, so of? obviously we need people to just help with the physical building, the yeah. security, just to keep eyes places and to help help people to know where to go, to provide information. Like, hey, where's, it's down there. Or, hey, I've yeah. lost my, well, let me take you to the place. And just to, this isn't the entrance, that's the entrance. And yeah. please keep an orderly line and respect other people. There's just all kinds of things. But. We also Lead- need people on our dragon team. Yes. I was just going to say, leading up to FantasyCon, there's lots of stuff which Ashley should talk about. Yeah, we have. So we do a lot of um, community community events right now. So we've been doing March of Dimes events where we go out there and promote and, you know, do the march. And But we also take our dragons with us. So we have custom dragons like... Um, the parade dragons that people men and we have how many four mm-hmm, custom four. dragons they're big and they're fun and so we need people on those teams to actually parade to around the with these go. dragons yeah make the dragons go and they're beautiful Fire dragons not necessary to apply <laughs> <laughs> exactly and they're fantastic and they're actually not that heavy i'd fun i actually did dragon dragon manning for a while and i had a blast. i don't imagine your dragon roar would be as terrifying as one that I would imagine. You just have a very high voice. It could be like no, a, a, a banshee dragon, black. a shrieking dragon or something. You know what position I had in the dragon? I wasn't a roarer. I was the tail. <laughs> and I wasn't a very good tail. I would accidentally whack people in the face with the tail because I'm like swinging it around and it would hit people and I felt bad. So they. It's okay. You and I have something in common. I was once the tail end of a dragon in a show as well. So we, we understand, understand the pain. You I understand Some that people would moment. just call that the butt. <laughs> Who has the most experience? I have. Being it a was a very ass. refined performance. It was very. I was the backside of a dragon, mm. not the butt. I was the rump. <laughs> Dang it, you stole my word. So that, that actually brings up a question to me. Is there a general theme to FantasyCon? I've seen some posters that say, you know, dragons are coming. Is dragons the theme or is there a, a general theme? Well, let me let me go off on the dragon tangent for a bit. Although, is that I know word? there's the dragon. Like, right, yeah. The Jeez. dragon so, is going to be there. So well, exciting. Just today, somebody confused these little dragons that Ashley's talking about with and they said, hey, is this the dragon? I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> well, our, our big dragon, which we will unveil only inside FantasyCon, mm-hmm. um, it will be trucked here. It'll come on some semis and be secreted into our warehouse and then constructed on site. Can that you will say be, how many semis? Uh, I believe two. Okay. Um, three sounds better. I, I think, think it's three, <laughs> if not seven. <laughs> But, it's a big drag. They're so. each just taking one single pillar piece, you know, seven different yes. semis. Uh, that particular dragon is contending for the largest indoor dragon statue sculpture thing in the world. It's enormous. So it's three stories tall, and the wingspan is f- close to 50 feet. And uh, it'll obviously be a great photo opportunity for anyone attending DragonCon. So um, other conventions boast... Our convention too. We everyone loves celebrities, but but our dragon is somewhat our celebrity. He's our guy, yeah. and we will own him. He's ours. He belongs to FantasyCon, yeah. and um, dragons are permeated in popular culture right now. Just it's soaked with dragons everywhere you look. Um, I don't even need to say out loud, but I will because we're on a podcast. But clearly, the Hobbit movie this year and the one previous hugely dependent on probably the dragon in fantasy literature smaug and big guy really cool um 
Game of Thrones, obviously, if anyone follows, which I know you guys don't. I don't want to ruin hey, don't, anything. It's, but we there, can't say don't. We say not yet. There's some... Right. And I'm, I will convert you. But there are... <laughs> there's definitely an influence of dragons, which is building over the course of the series. Which What's is, the name of the dragon lady? Daenerys? Daenerys. Mother yeah. of See? dragons. The mother of dragons. The mother of dragons. How to Train Your Dragon 2 is coming right out. Harry Potter clearly has dragons. Um, what, I know I'm even missing a lot more. Lord of the Rings had the fell beasts, which were clearly dinosaur dragons. Don't forget Pete. You know, Pete's, Pete's dragon. dragon. <laughs> I already mentioned Smaug. I walk outside, I look up, and what is it? 747s flying all over the place. Big old dragons. We are dragon lovers. Yeah, so, and there's many more than that. And so dragons are all over in our culture. And yes, they are a strong theme to this convention. There's no doubt. So is there anything that, uh, that you feel like you're leaving, I don't want to say leaving out, but... Uh, excluding that people might expect at a, at a popular convention like this, mm-hmm. uh, a pop culture convention. If I show up in my Jedi robe, will I be... Oh, there you go. Yeah, there's a good no. one. No, that's no. space fantasy. Yeah. And we yeah. definitely, and we definitely we can embrace totally it. We totally go on that tangent. <laughs> in Star Wars, that's, people, that is not sci-fi. That's a very healthy discussion that you, you definitely would be excellent. I'm sure it has been, but would be a great podcast for you oh, guys. Yeah. 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 Um, no, there's nothing. The fantasy umbrella is quite large. Yeah. and all It's when you go to the bookstore and it's sci-fi and fantasy. It's because sci-fi fits right under the fantasy umbrella. That's definitely what it's all about. We tend to have this time a little more of a flavor of what I would call high fantasy, which would be sort of, in these days, Tolkien-inspired fantasy. but Sword and sorcery type stuff. Yeah, but definitely not restricted to that. And we have television shows that are part of our, like Lost Girl on the Sci-Fi Channel. We have four actors coming from that show, and they're you know definitely not about, it's contemporary. So Mm -hmm. all those things are definitely embraced. And guests that I cannot name, um, but would make our... Cannot name because uh, you because they haven't because they haven't yet. not announced yet. But, oh, but they have a strong. <laughs> there's a strong science fiction element to one of those really awesome guests. Yeah. Oh so, man! No, so, we embrace it all. We do. Let me let me uh, shift gears here because now that we're talking about celebrities, of the people who have been announced, uh, Ryan, do you have one that you're most excited to see? Uh, well, there was a few in there that caught my eye. Um, John Reese davies obviously, but they, based on what we've been talking about, I think is is exciting. Uh, if I remember right, Sylvester McCoy, did I see that? That's one. As a Doctor Who fan, that's a big one for me, even though a lot of Doctor Who fans are not super keen on Sylvester McCoy as the Doctor. Um, but yeah, those are a couple that I that I personally was really excited when I saw that they were coming to FantasyCon. Yeah, being a huge Lord of the Rings fan, I mean, obviously the all the the uh, dwarves from the Hobbit that mm-hmm. uh, that are on the roster, I'm very excited to uh, to at least see them from across the room and say, "Hey, there's that guy." <laughs> <laughs> well, what about you guys? Is is there anybody that you uh, that you just feel like, "Oh, what a coup! We got this guy or this gal I'm to come." I'm excited for the artists. Yeah. So I'm. I, I was telling you, I'm really stoked that we've got this master artist Brom coming in. I love, love, love his art, and I, lo- I love art in general. And so I'm excited for the writers we've got coming in, and for you know that the artist um, Brom. If I had to go for like film, film actors, mm-hmm. actresses, I don't know. I'm trying to remember who we've released. Who I'm allowed well, to say? So <laughs> I guess you do have that burden of knowing who's coming. Yeah. There, I mean, there is a name that we obviously won't say and can't say, but this person 
You're such has a tease. Never... Jesus. <laughs> tease. Jesus. No. He's not available right th- that weekend. No. Um, th- this one person that I am teasing is um, I am teasing. a game changer and has never done a convention before and is awesome oh, but oh, I, i'm actually really killing me i'm really excited it's about me. rose mcgowan actually oh that's a good I one i just too. think I she's like really that. great and i people love her for the charmed television show but mm-hmm. i'm all about her planet terror movie that she did the grindhouse movie yes robert rodriguez yeah with rodriguez i just think it's, she has a gun on her leg and it's just the <laughs> coolest thing i'm a big tarantino rodriguez fan isn't it isn't it so much fun when somebody makes a movie and you know that it's not just about making a bunch of money that they they're actually having a good time making a movie. Oh yeah, I love that stuff. I do too. Yep. I'm a big film film person, so this is where I start to geek out a little. Yeah, um, you're in a no geek zone, by the way. You may want to watch it. This is where I nerd out a little. <laughs> What's kidding, the proper I'm term? You know joking. what? <laughs> I'm bad at jokes. Um, all right, is, uh, Ryan, did you have a question? What well, I, I want oh, to keep throw going, one keep more. So. Uh, Oh, it's a Game of Thrones thing, and you guys don't watch. In the current season, there's a cannibal on Game of Thrones, and he is just a... I, I think it might even be a TV show invention. It might not be part of the books, or it might be a little accentuated. He, can I say ass on your podcast? Sure. Go He's ahead. a badass, really. And So is Glorfindel. Yes. So they crack I've, his label Glorfindel the badass yeah. before. So, so. so he's not announced. His name is Joseph Gatt, and he's not probably a household name, but he's worth a Google, and people have seen him and stuff. But I'm super excited that he's coming, and I, I want to hear these guys. Be like, hey, hey, just eat my pinky. Yes. Just eat it. <laughs> Look, just here, I'll it. rip off my hangnail. Will you swallow it? <laughs> and No, he's, he's a really interesting guy besides, and a really good guest, and uh, we have lots of like high value guys that that I feel great about but maybe aren't super famous household names but you know they're not doing the halftime show at the Super Bowl but super cool so there's lots of those feel yeah. really good Billy Boyd I'm excited Oh Billy yeah Boyd. when that was announced I was uh, I was pretty over the moon And he's... in case you don't ask later there is an artist a, a guy named Donato Giancola yes. and he's a great Lord of the Rings guy and he's, he's been around for a while He's released one Game of Thrones piece of art which is awesome and we're trying to get him to bring I hope I can say this. I think we're trying to get him to bring three Game of Thrones pieces of art to our two of them not announced. And he's bringing and is commissioned by FantasyCon to make the largest Middle Earth piece of art that we know of. It's gigantic and it will be at the show. Uh, along with Donato Giancola. I don't know the subject. I don't know the details. And you couldn't say if you did. Uh, Sure. I think, no, I don't think it's (laughs) that big of a secret. But wait. So I'm geeked about that in the extreme. That does sound awesome. Now, so that's that's people. Uh, what about events? Um, it, we've talked about how this is going to be immersive and interactive, and there's going to be not just panels to go to and not just celebrities to go get autographs from, but but things to do. Oh, I'm right? so excited so, for the fire performers. Oh, okay. Yes, go on this. What what are, what things are you looking forward? What things should I be looking forward to? The fire performers. They will be actually doing full fire display shows, and that is exciting. Are they going to be lighting themselves on fire? No. Oh. <laughs> Only if things go wrong. <laughs> then we wouldn't have any more fire performers uh, if they uh. lit themselves on fire, but that's super exciting to me, and the aerialists, like... It's just those things really are fantastic to me. Yeah. 
So that you got, it sounds like you got a lot of live performances and things like that. One thing that yeah. I, I, I saw when I was looking at the website that actually really excited me because of a bit of history between Craig and I, for those who don't know, uh, he and I grew up and part of our friendship was developed by the fact that we would beat each other with sticks. To death. To, to death. death. We, we, we called it stick wars and we would take any sort of stick implement we could find and we would sword fight with it. And I saw that you have interactive things like that where you can learn to oh, yeah. fight and learn to do things like that. We have a battle arena. We're building inside the Salt Palace. Part of the transformation is a literal arena to do battle in. That's exactly what it is. Sweet. And we're bringing in groups of people who will do that, who already do that in their hobby life. Um, some are full-on, full-contact, kick-you-in-the-chest-knock-you-down <laughs> kind of guys. They won't do that to you, though. No, but it'll be fun to watch. And and others are more about sort of the um, the role play of battle. So, oh, you've... You've hit my arm, so my arm is now disabled kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And and people will be able to go and watch, which will be really great. And then you'll be able to go and sign up and have your turn in the arena and get to experience that firsthand. Now, probably we're not going to kick you in the chest <laughs> and knock you down. Clearly, we want everyone <laughs> but to But it's all I feel about like the experience. We have been pre- preparing for this our entire <laughs> lives, Craig. You know this has to happen now. You know it to be true. <laughs> so, yep. Full on. The force is yes. strong with us, by the way. Stick fighting is a go. Stick fighting is a go. That's oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Well, now, okay. Now I'm excited. Ryan, anything I else that you, were you saw? Before. <laughs> oh, Everything you're saying just is building up this this great excitement. See, because this is still a relatively a new thing to Salt Lake, and like this is a this is the first time it's new to the world. Yeah. yeah so the there's world. there's been there've been uh, obviously there's Comic Cons, there's Dragon Cons, there's uh, whatever other number of cons, but this is the first Fantasy Con. Yep. Now, why Salt Lake? Because we live here, because our found, <laughs> because our founders from here, and um, and that was sort of his dream, uh, and and Salt Lake actually, as you guys probably know, and as you're good examples of, it's really a culturally ripe place for this kind of thing. We are fantasy loving people here in Utah. Well, I, Utah. I assume you saw the. Uh... Whatever study, yes, you know, I, I hesitate states. to call it a study, but yeah, the nerdiest state in the union by quite a long ways too. Was well, some of the biggest yeah. fantasy independent films are like done in Utah. What's the name of the uh, studio? Arrowstorm yeah, Entertainment Arrow does some uh, pretty yeah, cool Mythica's films. Yeah, coming out I, of yeah. here. I mean, we have a lot of fantasy stuff that gets yep. created. We here. love it. We, we love it. So um, I can speak from a national perspective. From the Wondering.net, we did back in the Lord of the Rings days. Now you can buy your tickets in advance it's really easy to go to movies but 10 years ago or 12 years ago it wasn't as easy so we made line parties around the country in fact around the world and utah by far um kicked butt like we so so for the return of the king for example we bought out something like 10 auditoriums and had you know many thousands of people there all together organized through the wondering.net and that happened all over the country but in utah it was unprecedented the participation of people so um, it's not a surprise. And then the other conventions that have happened here, the attendance has been fantastic. And so the people here are hungry for it. And I really feel like when we deliver what we're going to deliver, um, it will spread like wildfire. Take off. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I certainly hope so. Is uh, You know, that's what happened with, uh, with Comic-Con here in Salt Lake. The first one was, was huge. And then the next one was unreal. And so I would hope that... Uh, that that would happen with this as well. Me too. So <laughs> I don't. I won't say that I want Fantasy Con to overtake, but I won't not say it. <laughs> they're too, they're 
different, I know, different I know. worlds. That's, no, it's, uh, I just, I guess when I think about it, and this is me personally, I know everybody, uh, it, you know, gets excited about different things. And so I, for me, this niche, you know, when you're talking about uh, how fantasy con is going to look and feel and, and act, this is what gets me excited. Comic-Con's great, you know, and uh, and it's a great time to be downtown uh, for that, but but this is what really gets my blood pumping, the the high fantasy like you're talking about. This is my stuff. It's worth mentioning, too, that you mentioned that it's a Utah thing, and it is a Utah thing. It's organically grown in Utah, and it may um, spread. There has been rumors and whispers of other countries and other places, other states, who really want fantasy con they want to be part of the franchise and that may very well happen this would be huge in scandinavia <laughs> that's, i'm just throwing that's that a great idea and it's not one of the places that we've talked about but that's really true um japan has has been shown some interest i hope that's okay to say i didn't mean japan i meant uh provo <laughs> no so i don't know what the okay so so the word the, it i think it's fine to say i'm mostly sure anyway well the, you just uh, said a country it's not like you said a business yeah true so <laughs> so the point is is that people are hungry for what we're doing we really believe in that and and i when i said i spread like wildfire that's not marketing that's we're gonna change the way conventions are perceived and the way they happen so lots of shows will be like Damn, that's that's the way to do a convention. So that's pretty soon you're going to have like realtors conventions where everything is all tricked out <laughs> and uh, they get 20 well, foot I dragons. Well, I mean, look at it yes. this way. How many people just in the U.S. alone go to Disneyland and Disney World every year to get away to the place of, you know, whatever? And, and they, what did you say at the beginning? Escape to the land they of the Escape, exactly. That people want to go and have an experience and just go where they can be kids or go retreat into their imagination. And they go to places like... California and Florida for this people from other countries come and they wear their Mickey ears and take pictures and then they go back and and it's it's all centered around you know a certain focused thing and it's very specific focused you know it's just what's been created by you know by Disney I don't know if I can say that copywritten name but you're, you're okay. Uh, okay but then um and but it's gotten so expensive so so expensive over the past few years if you want to go um to Disneyland or to Disney World and it's so focused on just one select demographic but what I love about what we're doing is that we've opened up we've said okay you're going to go to escape to imagination but it's not just limited to one thing you whatever it is you have in your imagination you can be come play and join in with us let's escape together and, oh, oh and, you should have stopped right there. That was like the end of the podcast. But and uh. and it's affordable. <laughs> and it's affordable. Uh, okay. And it's affordable because I, you know, I looked at the prices and because ticketing isn't my, you know, where I'm over. But I looked at the prices and I was like, is that just for one day? And they said, no, that's for all three. And I thought, oh, really? <laughs> that's really affordable. Wow, I'm impressed because I thought it really was that What's one. What's a, a three day pass? Is like what sixty bucks? Sixty bucks. You can pay twice that to do a couple days at Disneyland. Yeah. Well, I mean, you what, can't even get a day at Disneyland. You can't for, that, for one no. day. What does Lagoon cost? And I love Lagoon, and I I'll go for sure. But it's sixty bucks or more. Yeah. Yeah. So for, for me, day. I saw that and was impressed, and I thought, wow, we are probably, we're we're giving people the chance to go to you know fantasy Fantasyland. And I call it fantasy land because for me, it's in my head, it's escape to a different land. I don't know how other people view it, but I'm just like, I'm going to escape to the land of my imagination. And this is fantastic. And my voice just went the more like, you three talk pitches like higher. Mouse, 
the more I think of Disneyland. So. I can't help it. I sound this young. And I, I'm glad you brought that up because Walt Disney is one of my heroes. My family is huge into Disney. We're constantly It's, it's sad, really. It, there is nothing like, sad about it. Like watching, it's like watching me and Tolkien. I know. feel sad. <laughs> but it's one of the things, the reasons why I love Walt Disney so much and I love the Disneyland thing is is there is so much attention to detail in spending the in looking to find an opportunity for you to get away from the world. I mean, you go a half mile out of the center of the park and there's IHOP and there's the rest of the world there. But when you're in that park, you are in the park and there's nothing else. You don't see the world outside. Yeah. You become immersed inside that. And I love that. And the fact that uh, you're bringing that up, that FantasyCon is aiming to do that with, with the detail and bring you into these worlds, you know, that to me speaks for a higher experience and that's why that's why you come to do some of these things. That's why I go. You know why I'll drive. I'll drive out eleven hours to go to Disneyland. It's not because the rides are all that amazing. They're fun, but it's the experience of being immersed inside something completely different. This different world that excites me. Well, I think part of FantasyCon that we've heard. You know, the, the passion. A lot of the passion behind it is. You know, we. We have we live in such kind of a dark world. So why not bring some joy and light into people's lives? Why not help oh, them escape? Again, you could stop them. right there and we just <laughs> cut off the podcast. Beautiful. Yeah. Aww, You're good at this. Thank you. <laughs> Even if you like Twilight. <gasps> oh. Ouch. Whoa. Are Who are you, are you saying person, likes actually? Twilight? I hope you weren't talking about me because I no. will punch oh, okay. you. <laughs> He's no. just being inclusive of everybody That's regardless right. of that's, judgment that's, that's actually what i mean and and i love everything ashley just said but even if you like the dark parts of fantasy you're still welcome to come wait wait wait! twilight is not dark fantasy thank you i didn't say it was i just i said, think we're talking about two different things here. we do have a guest from twilight though, i'm getting a little offended. pretty awesome we have tensil Corey, who's if you google her wow what's the scarred up yes uh, vampire yes girl. that's exactly right yeah. um and she's a great woman besides being part of twilight but she, i mean she's <laughs> we really won't hold it against she's <laughs> really a quality excellent person and and a great guest to have as well so twilight as well you know i i was just talking with ryan about this before you guys got here but i'd love on the legendarium to get a, a twilight person not you know not necessarily somebody that was in the movies or something but somebody who's passionate about it really loves it and can speak intelligently about it uh, because <laughs> that's like a because I, <laughs> I because it drives me nuts and but I you know there's got to be something to it. Well, can so. I share a Twilight story? I would so love that. San Diego Comic Con every year. I've been there since 2000 or maybe 1999. I've been there every year, and um, l- believe it or not, people are passionate about their fandoms there at San Diego Comic Con. I'm sure that's easy for people to believe. So the year. Comic-Con changed is the year that Twilight was about to hit. And we all love to think we're the greatest fans, Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, whatever it is, Harry Potter. Those folks who loved Twilight initiated camping out for panels. They initiated the overnight lines. They initiated, I'm going to see actor X or preview the movie, whatever. They did it better and more passionate than anyone. So That's not my they cup. caught the teen girl n- no, demographic were, that wasn't that is, caught before. That, no, it was that their moms. is false. It's their moms. That <laughs> yeah. is accurate. That too. It was 30-year-old women mainly. And I'm a oh, fan yeah. of fans. So so you can hate Twilight, but you have to respect the passion I do of not their fans. disrespect the fans. Okay. I think anyone who has a passion for something definitely love anyone who has a passion and embraces it. Yep, no like matter you said, fan of fans, right? What? Yes, just I, I am a fan of fans, something. and I am yeah. genuinely a, pan, a fan of 
Tensil Corey, which is why I brought her to the convention, because I think she's dynamite. I, she's fantastic. So, yes. Well, good. Well, dark dark art is even, I would say, horror. Even horror is a part of fantasy. Yes. It is not the real world. It may not be everybody's fantasy, but it is technically... Some people are into this sort of thing. It, well, it is technically <laughs> under the umbrella of fantasy, which is just anything that isn't in, you know, the real world. Right, right. And so horror is captured by that. And dark art, Brom, the one I was talking about, his art is dark. It is not like happy fantasy light. It is a dark fantasy art, but... Nary a Mickey Mouse inside. <laughs> exactly. Or if there is a Mickey Mouse, he's been... He's been, been dismembered. Yeah. <laughs> so well, this 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 uh, took a turn for the worse very quickly. <laughs> there isn't a thing we haven't talked about that I really do want to tell you guys about okay. something that's really unique and cool about our convention, and we keep saying umbrella. So the umbrella corporation is involved Ooh, in this part. That's right. I think. A s- okay. No, go on. I think I know something about what you're okay. About to say. So we are having a fantasy con parade on july 4th so this july 4th in salt lake city there will be a fourth of july parade there's one in provo of course for the stadium of fire ours is a little different than that (laughs) it's we're looking for stormtroopers and um, the umbrella corporation will be involved with some salt vehicles which is pretty awesome and uh lots of armored folks and lots of cosplayers so we will have a parade uh in, at the gateway starting at the gateway and, the, and we'll march right into the salt palace the public is of course invited and it's free and what else are you doing on the morning of july 4th and it will be a, going to a beautiful photo opportunity this will be really cool so we're yeah. really excited about that and that's another way that we're really different yeah, this is really different there's, there's nothing quite as american as uh, fantasy culture right, <laughs> right. So. we but we also are including patriotism and patriotism costuming as well so there will be some founding fathers marching just after the umbrella corporation or whatever. <laughs> with so, capes that are aflame and captain america after captain all and wonder go. woman so i'm really excited about the parade i think that's a way that people who don't even they don't even need to go inside the building to be a part of that and i think it's a really cool event so i definitely want to get out and the umbrella we kept talking umbrellas and i kept thinking that so had to had to mention it I'm glad you did. Anything else between now and then that we need to be aware of that uh, people should go check out uh, in the Salt Lake area? I know there's a... Oh, shoot. That's actually tomorrow, isn't it? Isn't there some uh, thing at Club uh, Area 51? So that's not hosted by us. That's separate from us, the Fantasy Ball. But we have paired with them, and we will be there handing out tickets um, for prizes for different things that we're we're doing a giveaway there. We're also going to be handing out information. And so we are pairing with them but that's mm-hmm. not hosted by us that's hosted by the club right on lots of movie premieres between now and then um that we're handing out tickets to or that you can get tickets for fantasy con at we're actually it's um we're really involved in the community so the best thing to do is watch our facebook page for things that go on all the time um including some ways to get free tickets yeah yeah I've, in fact i've uh, been on the facebook page for a few days now and it seems like at least once a day there's yeah, there's some, that some school, new way to the score school some contest or going on right now. So if you, or, yeah, school team contest. But if you get your team or school class together and dress up fantasy and take your best fantasy, you know, picture and send it, put post it on the wall. They'll have votes and see whoever wins. I guess like the school body uh, gets tickets the to whole the school. whole school body. Oh, that'd be awesome. So you could have one class admit and win, and the whole school body gets it. <laughs> That's so cool, including the teachers. 
Well, and who will pretend not to be as excited Ex- as the students. But uh, The cool teachers know, though, that that's the way to win the hearts and minds of students. <laughs> <Yeah>. By <laughs> dressing up as, yeah. as McGonagall. Right. <laughs> yes, right. Exactly. That's uh, very oh, man. All right. Well, you guys, we better wrap this up. Uh, but thank you uh, so much for being here. If I was excited before, and I was, <laughs> uh, I'm super excited now. Uh, and I hope that everybody listening is uh, is getting equally as excited for FantasyCon Salt Lake 2014. Yeah, if you want more information about FantasyCon, go to the Facebook page. and Or just FantasyCon.com, fantasycon.com is yeah. also a great way. We're also on Twitter. And um, there's plenty of information, lots of it really fun. And... Um, more celebrities uh, will be uh, announced on the yes. website. I'm assuming we have yeah. two two quite big ones coming up, but one is uh, like monumentally big. That's just how it. It's true. He's very. He wants. He's itching to tell. But <laughs> it rhymes with just kidding. No, <laughs> just kidding. It rhymes with just kidding. And um. we are still, you know, we are still taking volunteers. So if you yes. want to be a part of it, please yes. volunteer. Yes, get involved. That's the best thing of all is to, I know not, we will. to join the adventure, as we yeah. like to say. We love our volunteers, and we are nice and take care of our volunteers. We need you. We love you. So, yeah, uh, Ryan, anything else to say before we uh, sign off? I'm just, this is sounding so exciting, so fantastic. So, yeah, I uh, I will be there. Uh, and Ryan will be there. Well, I'm sure we'll be together. We're going to be covering it uh, for the Legendarium. Fantastic. And uh, so we'll see all of you guys down at FantasyCon. Uh, look for our little logo and look for all the volunteers if you're not already wearing one of those t-shirts. And thank you for having us. Yeah, we're very glad you came. Our great pleasure. All right. Thanks, you guys. We will see you uh, 4th of July weekend. Hey guys, thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to The Legendarium on iTunes. Uh, check us out at thelegendarium.podbean.com and also write us at thelegendariumpodcast at gmail.com.